Oh, nah, y'all thought I forgot. Y'all thought I wasn't going to dive into this shit, man. I thought I wasn't in episode 126. Welcome to Just Another Knicks Fan, uh, hosted by your host, Jack F. For sure. Yes, sir. Now that you've done this, Haslam, Jim on Green, all these codes, bro. All these damn codes, bro. That shit was hilarious, bro. Um... Yo, Jimmy Butler, yeah, game six, motherfucking balled out, son. She hit that shot, yo. More like 40 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Thought this game was over. But I, I'm not a, foul, a fan of that offensive foul when somebody's in the air and, and motherfuckers just, like, set their feet up while someone's about to commit to the air. I don't think that's a real offensive foul. I don't like Shane Battier. I don't, I don't, I don't like no motherfuckers, man. Cause that shit is not a real offensive foul, bro. Like I thought, you talk, I talk about all this player safety shit. Oh, let me just, uh, put my feet right up under him as he's about to try to go dunk. That's not basketball, bro. Like if you want to try to block that shit, actually try to block that shit, man. Like, like that A. Edwards dunk on Gabe Vincent. Come on, how you call that shit offensive foul, bro? Like, oh, he had his feet set. That's not real defense, bro. Like, what the fuck? They got to stop that shit, man. They got to stop calling that offensive foul. They got to somehow uh, figure that shit out. They got to stop calling that shit an offensive foul because that game six, uh, that Jalen Brown shit, they called the offensive foul on Jalen Brown when it was down by four with like 15 seconds left. Once he got, he took a dribble and he's about to be airborne. Motherfucking Gabe Vincent again, bro. What the fuck? Like, he just, oh, just magically appears with his feet set now as an offensive foul. Like, bro, what the fuck you want Jalen Brown to do, bro? What you want Eight Edwards to do? The motherfucker's in the air, bro. Like, that rule got to stop. You got to stop stop calling that shit, man. Like, I, I don't know. That's just always been my issue with that kind of offensive foul. If someone, like, runs, o- runs over you, like, shit like that. Like, elbow in the air. Like, yo, like that shit they call on Jalen Brown in game seven. All right, fine, but... Motherfucker just dunk on you, bro. Gotta eat that, bro. Um, like Tim Hardaway when he got dunked on by Giannis type shit, but that shit was disrespectful. I ain't gonna hold you. That was fucked up. That was fucked up. And um, that shit was fucked up. Back to this Udonis Haslam, all this breaking the code shit. I mean, I felt like he spoke too soon. Spoke way too soon, bro. Y'all won game six. I didn't even win game seven. P.J. Tucker uh, with his cookie monster voice. Um, yo, man, just want to give a shout-out to Draymond Green for that extra motivation. I'm like, bro, y'all about to, it's about to be 3-2. Y'all down 3-2, bro. What more motivation y'all need? Y'all probably need, I mean, there's never enough motivation, I guess. But at the same time, y'all won game six. I did, it, it, that victory did not clinch y'all. It did not clinch the heat. A trip to the NBA Finals. So I just felt like if Jermon Green did break the code, Udonis Haslam broke the code as well because he spoke too soon. He spoke before the series was even over. He spoke before they even clinched it. So on a very rare occasion, I'm on the side of, of Draymondo Green. And I felt like Shaq and Charles Barkley and them asked him an honest question and he gave him an honest answer. And obviously... Um, he wanted to give him a politically correct answer. He knows what it is. I think everybody knows what it is. You don't want to, like, disrespect. But at the same time, bro, he was playing like ass. 
And, like, not only that, they're playing like ass, but they banged up. They look hurt. Like, Kyle Lowry look hurt. Jimmy Butler look hurt. You know, Tyler Herro is hurt. So, yeah, I just look hurt. It's not, you know, from a, a talent perspective. Yeah, I just banged up. He was just banged up. So, and the Celtics is the Celtics right now. And, you know, for, in order for the Heat to win, everything needed to go their way. And it almost did in, in the last few minutes of the game, but it didn't. And then you know we saw footage of you know Jimmy Butler leaving the you know leaving after the game was over game seven and you know he gave a, a little fist pump to the security guard and you know, I, I fucked with that heavy you know um, showed the security guard love and then and it showed you down his has him like winching in pain you know I get it he's a heat lifer he's part of the team and you know he hasn't played at all um, I just feel like yo he's hella outspoken. It doesn't really need to be, but you know it's the voice no one really asks for. But it's very entertaining, and like I'm not trying to laugh at his pain, but that's exactly what I'm doing right now. I saw the pain and um, you know, it has him. I mean, just the way the camera it tuned, it, it just zeroed in on him. I didn't expect that. Like I saw Jimmy Butler walking, uh, just to, in the locker room, just trying to soak it all in. Cause I, I know, I mean, we all know that Jimmy Butler left it all out there. He did what he could do. Then you just see um, Don is just Haslam just wincing in pain uh, mentally, not like physically. Like, you know, oh, man, we really lost this series. Oh, oh my God, Jim Green's going to like talk so much shit. But that's what I'm imagining what he's saying but you know, or thinking. But I, I, I don't really know what that was really going on. And I just had to get back to that, yo. That shit was too funny, man. And all that back and forth with with UD. It wasn't too much back and forth, but I ain't gonna lie, man. If I was the Heat, Game Six, and they won that shit, I guess I guess it was adrenaline. It was adrenaline, like motherfuckers was hype that they won Game Six. I guess I would have been hyped too. Like, nah, son, we we, nah, we, 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 I thought we was done. So I might I might take it back. I might take it back, but. Yeah, from 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 our perspective, we're like, yo, it's from a fan perspective, we're like, yo, y'all ain't even saying gonna clinch y'all the, the finals, y'all, y'all still gotta win at home. And this series was far from normal. It's probably weirdest, one of the most weirdest uh, playoff series in recent memory. Like, at first we thought the Heat got this, then like, nah, they definitely don't. Then oh maybe, then they're like, mm. that that was that was the whole series in a nutshell. And then. Now is, I'm seeing it, man. I'm seeing it, bro. I, I, like I said, I, I don't think Steph Curry better than LeBron, but those conversations are going to happen, and they've begun to happen. So I know LeBron fans are, are rooting for the Celtics to win. I know Lakers fans are rooting for the Golden State Warriors to win. And I also know that I'm rooting for the Celtics to win. Um, for financial reasons, and also because uh, my dislike for certain players on the Warriors, which is not Steph Curry, but you know he's getting on my nerves. I don't really dislike him. I still like watching him play. He's still a cool dude, but should about to get interesting, man. Like Curry get the fourth ring, uh, one Finals MVP. Changed the game. Same rings as LeBron. None of them was in the bubble. 
Like, these are the conversations people are going to have. But, like, yo, LeBron got four MVPs, though. And then they're going to be like, yo, but Curry got uh, unanimous final. I mean, unanimous MVP. LeBron ain't get unanimous MVP. Even though he's off by one vote and that one vote. Went to my favorite player, Carmelo Anthony. So I will never be mad at that shit. And the way that the narrative changed for MVP. The narrative changed for MVP. Melo gets it that year, 2013. So, yeah. And then, like I said, I don't think Curry better, but the conversation is going to happen. It's only right. It's only right. And I'm going to just enjoy it. I'm going to just sit back, watch the show, see what people say. Because he did change the game. We all know that he changed the culture. I want to say the culture, but he changed how people play. He changed how people want to. Become shooters. I mean, now I feel like everybody want to be a shooter, right? So, shout out to Steph. Curry. Legacy already cemented, but this would just take it up another notch. Yeah, the finals MVP, like, he good. And I've heard the, the Draymond Green and how he said, yo, yo, Curry don't even need the MVP. Yo. He don't even care about the MVP, yo. And just, yo, yo, basketball. Yo, we know, bro. We we know. We know. We can't. We just, it's called having fun, bro. It's called having fun, all right? So let us have fun, bro, at, at y'all expense. That's that, bro. Yo, y'all don't know basketball, man. If y'all think Steph Curry needs an MVP. All right. I guess we don't know basketball, bro. Like, even though, like, you hear people talk about, yo, he deserved that 2016 shit. He deserved... No, my, my bad, my bad. We deserved the 2015 and the, I think, 2017. Yeah, bro. We, we said that. We said he deserved it. I, I, I didn't... We don't decide who gets the fucking finals MVP, bro. So, you feel mad at us, bro? Like, we... we like, I hate when they want to get in all serious mode when motherfuckers ain't even serious, bro. Like, yo, we want to get in serious mode a lot of shit we could talk about your accomplishments, dog. But I know he wasn't in that, like, serious mode either. So let me not jump the gun out here. But, you know, KD definitely took shade. To, uh, uh, or, or took, I'm on my shoulders, took offense. Yeah, he took a little bit of offense to what, what was said by Dremondo Green. And, um, I, yeah, I'm from KD. I'm like, yo, fuck y'all too, bro. Like, it's weird that. I'm defending KD. It's weird. I'm not saying like uh, I I I like KD. I don't I don't love KD. Like I'm I like KD as a basketball player and all that good shit. But at the same time, I don't feel like going out of my way to defend him because he is on the Brooklyn Nets. But um, I do find it int- rather interesting that a lot of Golden State Warrior fans are pretty ungrateful for <laughs> what he did for the Warriors. Like. He made it very easy. He made it a shoo-in. I never really used that terminology, a shoo-in. That they was winning those two championships in 2017 and 2018. And obviously, they would have won in 2019 if he didn't get hurt. And we never know what would have happened if Clay didn't get hurt. We don't know. No, I, I, I'm not going to say if Clay was healthy that they would have won that series for sure. Like We don't know. I'm not going to say that. The Raptors had a chance. Once KD got hurt, it was anybody serious to me. And would the Warriors have had a better chance if Clay wasn't hurt? Of course, but it wasn't a shoo-in. If 
if Clay wasn't hurt. Cause Clay, I mean, Clay was going off that game, bro. No, no funny shit. He was in game six, Clay mode. That's big facts. But yo, with the way Warriors fans like yo, KD ain't this, KD ain't this, KD, and we would have won without KD. Y'all wasn't going to win without. It was, it wasn't going to be no showing without KD. Y'all wasn't going to have y'all work cut out with y'all, uh, with Kyrie Irving. I mean, it's just weird, man. I just feel like Kyrie versus Kyrie. Kyrie's the better player, obviously. But Kyrie, Kyrie, you know, he shows up, man. He has an extra, like, he goes into, like, the way Kyrie plays against the Knicks, he hits another, an extra gear. And he does that same shit with Curry. Or against the Warriors, he has an extra gear. So if it's LeBron and Kate, LeBron and Kyrie, that, that should go any, either way. That should go either way. Clay hit a little slump. Curry hit a little slump. That shit's anybody's serious, bro. And we've seen that happen in 2016. So, those 2017-2018 chips wasn't guaranteed by any means if KD was not on that team. So, I'm seeing this, like, across social media platforms. Uh, Warriors fans talking about, yo, we would have won the championships without him. We don't really need him. We didn't need him for those two championships. So, I, I find it very interesting that we got... Nick, we as Knicks fans are considered ungrateful, but here you got a, a fan base that's that was given arguably a top two scorer, top three, top five scorer. However you wanna look at it, however you wanna view Kobe, Jordan, KD, Will, Carmelo. I'm missing some people. However you wanna view him, Curry. However you wanna view the best scorers list. However you want to do that shit. And, I mean, he still did get two finals MVPs, right? It is what it is. So, the man with two finals MVPs, I'm just going to say, yeah, we didn't need him. Even though he was the most valuable uh, player uh, those two years. Uh, like I said, 2017, I think it was 2018. Maybe that year he didn't deserve it, but, I mean, I still wasn't a shoo-in if he, did, if he wasn't on that team. I seen what happened with Harrison Morris in them. Twenty sixteen, five for thirty four. Sean Livingston is, is is a mid range legend, for sure. So I don't want to hear about any Knicks fans being called ungrateful, and even Bob Myers, dog, when when um Bill won the championships at the parades and it is going out of his way to just shit on KD. Like, no, this is old Steph Curry's team. And, like, you look at KD, KD, like, what the fuck, dog? Like, I, it didn't look like a joke, man. It looked like Bob Myers was being dead ass when he was talking about it would be Curry's team. And Cam Durant was like, yo, what the fuck, dog? Like, I don't got to go out of your way. Like, it was, I, I, it was intended to be a joke, but it was, and that joke had a lot of truth. But too much passion behind it from Bob Myers, like, it would be Curry. I think I think everyone knew it would always be Curry's team, but that's the way he said it. The way he made out contact with KD. KD, you know, like I think KD was trying to figure out if he's is he really serious? Is, is he dead ass? I think he is, but I can't. This ain't the time and place for me to, you know, lash out. And then they you know the Draymond Green situation with the against the Clippers when Draymond tried to take matters into his own hands type shit. Oh, we don't need you. And that's the thing. I felt like, you know, he went to the Warriors, Mr. Durant. I I just feel like they just ain't try to vibe with him type shit. Like, he was always an, he was always an outsider. 
looking in, even though he was that dude, yo. He was still an outsider looking in. Like, they they didn't treat him as one of them because he wasn't homegrown or whatever. But I don't give a fuck, though. He pulled up there and three finals chip, three finals appearances, two championships. I think that's a lot to be grateful for. A lot to be, oh, he didn't want to stay. He got y'all two chips. And y'all still talking shit about him. So that's weird to me, yo. That is weird to me. And, like, y'all in a good place now. Y'all in a good place. Warriors is in a good place right now. So what the fuck y'all so, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, people are saying if the Warriors win, that's going to take a big hit on Durant's legacy or whatever. But his legacy is already cemented. But I get the sentiment. I get the sentiment, though. I get it, though. And I saw the Forbes list. I saw the Forbes list. And the Knicks are number one, once again, as the most valuable franchise in the NBA. And I just wish we had more to show for it. And um, the crazy thing about Steph Curry, it is Steph Curry, man. The, the Warriors leapfrogged the Lakers, I think, in, in terms of the most valuable franchise in the NBA. So, uh, yeah, that's crazy. So it's New York Knicks, number one, as usual. Number two, Warriors. Number three, Lakers. With LeBron, son. How the fuck LeBron let that shit happen? That's crazy. It was always Knicks and Lakers. Knicks and Lakers. Lakers, Knicks. Knicks, Lakers. Lakers, Knicks. Knicks, Lakers. Knicks, Lakers. Lakers, Lakers, Knicks. Knicks, Knicks, Lakers. That was Knicks and Warriors, bro. And with LeBron on the lake, that shit don't even make sense to me, dog. Like, yeah, I get it. Curry's that. Maybe that's let you know how much Curry's that dude. Or maybe it's because that Chase Center arena that they got. I don't know. But I'm still surprised. Lakers usually, even before LeBron, they always stay top two. So for the Lakers to be number three, it's like, wow, it's not a big deal, obviously, but... It's still like, wow, bro. Like, with LeBron, there's one thing is, it was with, like, you know, Robert Sackley and them, Nick Young. Shout out to Nick Young, though. But, like, you know, a team that's, I guess, sort of rebuilding with, with no real stars, but you got LeBron, AD, and them. And, you know, that number three now, that's wild, B. That's wild. And um, the Knicks are a top five most valuable franchise in the entire world. I know to show for it though. If the Knicks was nice, like if the Knicks was nice, the Knicks was like the Warriors essentially. This shit wouldn't even be close. Like that five point. The Knicks were actually a good, not a good, like a great team. Like the Warriors are a great team. The Knicks value would be like eight million dollars, nine million dollars, fucking doubling and tripling their value right now. So, which I think will happen, son. I, I got faith in my Knicks. We're going to turn this shit the fuck up. Uh, it's going to take, take a couple years, maybe, but we're going to turn this shit the fuck up. Big facts. Episode 126, you heard? Just another Knicks fan. Let's go, Rangers. Game winners today. We're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning. And y'all wondering how I got into this hockey shit, man. I, I just don't know, man. The Rangers is doing their thing, so shout out to the Rangers. And, um... Let's get it. Someone twenty six. Just another Knicks man. Pow pow.